back to the not applicable show. That's Noah over there. And that's Aspen over there. And today, it's been a day, but this is the show where we talk about anything and everything that's possibly applicable to you in your life. Or not. And the subject of today is managing a busy ass life. <laughs> yeah, um, we typically record our episode for the week on Sunday, which is when we both have off. Mm-hmm. And we like set aside some time, like an hour or so, for however long we're planning on recording for. And we just do it. But we dropped the ball this Sunday and. Now it's Wednesday, and the episode's supposed to come out Thursday, but um, we just announced that it's going to be coming out Friday instead because we've just had both. We've both just had a very busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've both we're recording this right after both of our work days. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a ten-hour work day, and you've had a very long day. So, yeah. how's your week been? Um. I'm not even gonna lie. This has been one of the most stressful weeks of my life. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Like, I've been trying to find the silver lining on it, and it's... I never want to be a pessimist. But it's been really hard because I have been balancing work as well as school because I'm taking summer quarter. And they're both science classes, so it's a lot of reading and a lot of memorization and a lot of testing and labs and random assignments and projects and group projects. And so so I haven't really been sleeping well because of the amount of stress that I've been under. And so, but... And you just took a second job. I did. I just got a second job with the census and... Now you're adding to your plate. (laughs) Hmm, thanks for telling me. <laughs> well, it was your choice. What do you want me to say? No, I know. I I think that I just... I don't even know how to describe this, but... I saw a really good motivational quote. Yeah. It was a senior quote from somebody, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And their quote was, How can you complain about having too much on your plate if your goal was to eat? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was really interesting inapplicable yeah (laughs) well my food is eating me then because (laughs) i don't know i've been getting up at six i think i'm gonna start getting up at five so that i can have an extra hour to do things but um yeah so i picked up a job at the census and it's been cool i had my orientation in person meeting yesterday and then i have like 12 hours of personal training to get done um within six days so that's exciting and I'm excited I think the only reason I took it was because it's extra income which I'm not gonna pass up but it's also uh since the census only takes part or like it only acts every 10 years it's like I'm gonna be 29 by the next census and I don't you know maybe I'll do it maybe I won't but It'll be interesting to see, and it'll be. I think it'll be a cool, like, historical experience to be able to look back and say that I was a part of the census of 2020 when I was 19, especially when there was a global pandemic going on. Yeah. So, that'll be cool, but I think that 
you know, my responsibilities with my other job with horses has been a little bit easier because a horse left and took a lot of work away. But now there's like little things that are being added on. And so it's a little overwhelming. And, um, and then I was playing catch up in school because we went on vacation. So that's kind of why this past week was so overwhelming. But, um, and then I'm trying to fit in time to spend with you and family and because I'm a chore. No, you're not. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, you know, I, I want to be able to spend time with you, but I also need to get my things done. And I just, it just makes me feel bad most days because sometimes, like, most days this week I haven't been able to hang out or I haven't been available to talk. And it's it's been rough. But, you know, it's been hard to fit showers in and taking care of myself and sleeping well but it's just a season of life and Mm -hmm. it'll be over soon so well my life is still going good (laughs) i'm so glad to hear that yeah but the only thing that's been not challenging but just interesting is this work week i don't know what the fuck it is but we hit the ground running yeah like monday we got delayed an hour. I told you about this, but I didn't tell the listeners about this. So mm-hmm. Monday was one hell of a work work day. I don't even call it a work day because of how chaotic it was. <laughs> so Monday, we're at this job with my crew, and I'm still kind I I would still consider myself new. I'm only like a month and a half, almost two months in. Mm-hmm. And so... They're going back to an old job that they did. And, you know, this is my first time at this job because mm-hmm. I'm new. And, you know, Journeyman texts me. We're here at 7.30, 8 o'clock-ish. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get there at like 7.45. Mm-hmm. That happens. And then come 8 o'clock, st- they still, uh, they're still a no-show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm waiting and I'm just like, you know, maybe they just got caught up. I won't text them, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like they'll be here. It's like they're never not here. They would text me if they weren't going to be here. They would have texted me yesterday. So then I get a call at like 7.05 or like 8.05. And the journeyman says, we had a, we clipped a Metro bus, (laughs) the mirror, and... (laughs) We're going to be late. We're waiting for the Metro supervisor to show up and doing the whole insurance exchange. Oh, my gosh. They said, we'll be there, you know, as soon as we can. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So delayed our job by an hour. So we didn't start till like 830. Mm -hmm. And then on top of all of that, um, I don't know who's all been in construction before, but or at least remodeling. Mm -hmm. So when we get into this it's a master bedroom and we're doing working on the master bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we, they had the drywall down and you know, they ran their wires and all that. And the drywallers were supposed to stub them out, you know, mm-hmm. through the drywall. So we, you know, can know where the fuck our shit is. Mm-hmm. And so we get in there, there's no wire stubbed out. Mm. How fun. And you know, one of my crewmates is just like, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> and so 
as we describe it is we have to Swiss cheese the ceiling to, you know, stick our hands in Swiss there. Swiss cheese the ceiling. Because we put so many holes in the ceiling because oh my gosh. we had to, you know, reach in, figure out where our wire's at, use the toner, which is basically you hook it up to the wire and you put like this wand, it's kind of like a microphone, and you, you try to put it to the drywall to figure out where that wire is going. Mm-hmm. And it was just a pain in the ass. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that was my work week Monday, and I joked around, and I was just like, well, guys, I think today's a wash our work week actually starts tomorrow, Tuesday. <laughs> and so Tuesday was fine. We got everything done. Um, we had to bust our ass and just hunker down and get everything done. Nice. Another, you know, bad thing about that job was we had a designer and the homeowner. The homeowner was an electrical engineer, Mm-hmm. And as my crewmates and I call it, pencil pushers. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with this, but they, both of them were trying to tell us how to do our job. And it's super frustrating, whether you're in construction, fast food, customer service, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. The worst thing I feel like is telling someone how to do their job. Yeah, because that's Oh my gosh, it's like, it was just this back and forth. And we had to explain to them like four times, like why putting lights somewhere wouldn't work because our bays were like no more than like five inches in diameter yeah and we had these like three inch puck lights that we had to push through the ceiling and you know make work mm-hmm. and along with that we had to make sure they were centered with the sink and the doorways and all that so mm-hmm. it was just super frustrating but Tuesday was our last day at that job and we packed up and just got the hell out of there. Yeah. And so now we're at this new job and we're supposed to be here for like three, two and a half to three weeks. That's nice. And we're doing um, like, it's like a full house remodel, but it's like new construction. Wow. So like all the drywall is out. We're running new wire, demoing out the old stuff. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I think after working for about a month and a half to two months, I realized I like new construction. Yeah. Because with remodeling, you have to really be careful what you're doing because you don't want to you know tear out the old stuff if that's the kind of job but with new construction it's like you're demoing out all the old stuff and then making new stuff that's exciting so that it's a lot easier than having to be careful and kind of teeter-totter and stuff like that yeah that's nice yeah also on a positive note after all of that i'm sure people are just so so brought down by my vibes probably probably not yours i really do apologize but it's been really hard to keep my head up because i've just been stressed out like every single day it's understandable but um we started planning our wedding this last week yeah and, and i'm excited about it and i've been kind of hitting the brakes a little bit more because of all of the stuff that's going on in my life mm-hmm but it's been in the back of my mind, and I've been looking at venues, and and I haven't really found one yet, but... What really sucks, though, is just how much, you know, you have to wait to, to plan everything else, because you have to find a venue. Yeah. It's like nothing else, almost nothing else can be planned, aside from, like, you know, maybe what colors and, you know, suit and dress trying on. Yeah. And maybe, like, food. But yeah. even then, you have, like, the location of the venue you know, kind of plays into what food you're going to get catered to your wedding because it's like, you know, what's around there. Exactly. So it's kind of been playing, we've kind of been playing this game of like where we want to have it. And 
you and I talked about having it in Leavenworth, but then we kind of decided that it's a little dry and dusty over there. It's a really beautiful area, but I think that it's more Also, there's like, just not a lot of food around there. Yeah. Like vegan food. It's just very meadowy, and it's such a pretty place, but we were thinking about, like... More woodsy. Yeah. We were kind of aiming for, like, a woodsy, like, coastal woods vibe. Like Bend, Oregon. Yeah. And so I think it would also be a little bit of a hassle to, like you said, find some food. And it's just, like, I don't know. I'm sure we could make it work if we really wanted it to be up there. But at the same time, I think that going We only have one wedding. Yeah. So we might as well just make it exactly how we want to make it. So and a place in Issaquah looked really beautiful. Yeah, there's a place in Issaquah that I was looking at. I think that they are a little out of our price range, though. So that's all right. Yeah, but we'll keep praying on it. Yeah, there's been a few places that I've seen, and um, I have to send a lot of emails this next week. So yeah, do you have any fun stories from this past week or anything? see i'll let you answer that first because i can't think of one right now well i don't know it's been going on in your life so i don't have any stories from your work week no no, no. i'll <laughs> let you answer one from your life uh today at work smart over here <laughs> <laughs> today at work uh this new construction job is is a really nice house like yeah i think we were taking guesses as to how much it's worth mm-hmm. after this remodel this house could probably be up to like worth 2.5 million whoa it's like just off of mercer it's on the way to mercer island it's not quite mercer island but it's like queen anne area going toward mercer island nice um today on the job i was in the attic fun is that why you're all dusty i'm like super dusty covered in you know wood shavings dust cobwebs some insulation delicious you name it my hair is disgusting thankfully i wear a hat though yeah yeah um but i was up there today and it got up to like 85 today but then you know heat rises so it was probably like 90 to 100 in the attic itself but thankfully um all the sheetrock was down so like the attic was open and there's no insulation or anything oh that's nice but i was just up there all day today maybe not all day but a majority of my day it was pretty easy, though, because our home run, home runs were just a straight shot. And if you don't know what home runs are, it's when you're pulling the wire from a specific spot, like a light switch or an outlet, to the panel directly. Mm-hmm. And then when it goes to the pa- panel, it goes on a breaker, which is a circuit. Mm-hmm. So then anything else that's connected to, um, you know, that box you ran the home run to, whether it's a light switch or an outlet, everything else that's connected to that is going to be on that circuit. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're learning stuff. Wow, look at you and all your knowledge. Yeah. Like I said, Captain Smart. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad it was super easy. We didn't have to, like, you know, whole hog a bunch of holes into the wall or anything. It was just ran up to one wall, and it was just a straight shot down into the panel, like, through all through uh, the two floors, because working on the third floor right now, and then hopefully next week we'll work on the second floor. Nice. And then the third week, you know, the basement area. That's mm-hmm. an addition. I think they just extended that. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's fun. But it was just hot as hell up there. Like, I was sweating so bad. Yeah. But I'm glad I wear long sleeves because, like, you know, you're on your 
you can only like stand on the beams or like crawl on the beams mm -hmm. so like you're on your elbows and your knees or like on the balls of your feet like all day up there oh geez so it's gonna be tiring felt like spider-man though it was like i was you know crawling all over the place yeah mm -hmm. that's fun yeah yeah let's see i'm trying to think i think a fun story from this week is that so today, actually, I have a working student. So basically, she job shadows me two days a week. Nice. To, like, learn about... She's 12. Uh, to just, like, learn more horse knowledge and kind of get, uh, like, skills in horse care. Can so, I ask you something? Yes, you can. Are you the kind of mentor or teacher where they just watch what you do and then... It's like, do you got it? Or do you kind of walk them through what, what you're going through and like little tips and pointers? I walk them through what I'm going through. Oh, good. And um, I kind of let her be a little more independent, like more and more. Yeah. So we kind of do that. But she's super smart and like, she's That's cool. really nice. But yeah, so today she helped me and uh, the boss of the, or like the owner of the barn that I was working on. She's out of town, so I had, like, probably two hours extra of work. Mm -hmm. And so she helped me get all of that done. And so to say thank you, I took her and we got smoothies, and it was really fun. Oh, that's cool. Or she got a smoothie. I got a chai tea latte. Nice. But, yeah. That's so nice of you. Oh, thanks. The only reason I ask is because in the trades, and this is nothing personal if you're in the trades and you do this, but from what I've noticed, some, some people who have more experience in the trades, they'll... If you're an apprentice or you're job shadowing, you just follow them around and you see what they do and then you replicate it. Yeah. But I'm thankful where my crew, they will, you know, they will, you know, kind of walk, talk me through what they're going through and give me pointers and all that and just be like, you know, it's more helpful to do this. And it's like, obviously, since I'm an electrician, it's like we have to uh, do things up to code so that, yeah. you know, all the safety uh, stuff is safety rules are followed and all that, but I, I was just curious. Yeah, no, uh, I actually was trained in a completely different way from both of those. Mm -hmm. She, she showed me how to do it once and then expected that I would know how to do it like every yeah, single time. That's another thing I noticed is some people will be like expecting you to know everything. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. The way that I learned, I feel like my horse experience has been a lot different than a lot of other girls because most of the time they, their parents pay for their riding lessons and they go because they're really excited about it and they don't really learn any of the horse management behind yeah. it. But um, I did, um, I was a working student myself and so I did... Uh, I worked two days a week for three hours, three or four hours sometimes. Mm -hmm. And... You know, when you're 12 years old, that's, like, so much work. Yeah. So, I now did that. Like you can ten, grind out 10-hour days and still have energy to do other stuff. Yeah. But, um, so I did that for this one gal, and she's super knowledgeable, but she wasn't super good at explaining it in, like, a like a friendly way. No. Oh. So, she would be kind of, kind of mean about it. And she showed me how to do it and not mean, but she was just like very blunt and straightforward. So there was mm -hmm. no frills added to it. So she would do that. And, uh, 
and it was like fine, but I don't know. It made me kind of have to figure out how to do things on my own because uh, the way that she would teach me was she would show me the one time, expect me to do it, and then like just act like I should have known if I made a mistake. She'd be like, why did you do that that way? And I was yeah. like, oh, well, I didn't. She's like, well, I showed you. Thankfully, so, my guys are like, they they have no problem with me asking questions, even if they've already shown me, like, you know, it's like, I'll make up a box, but I'll forget to, you know, add something or cut something out. Mm-hmm. But I'll be like, you know, you're still new. You're still learning it. Yeah. Versus if they would, they said they would get mad if it was like, I've been there for like a year. Yeah. And I'm still making the same mistake. Yeah. I yeah. would get that. But anyhow, it was kind of nice to have some company. I like... I like being alone most of the time because I don't really like to talk to people at work, yeah. especially. But um, but it's cool and it makes me feel uh, makes me feel like she's excited to be there and I see myself a lot in her because I was also twelve years old and wanted to grow up to own a hundred horses. <laughs> so gotta love it. Yeah, but it's just funny now, like seeing her talk about like we were talking about uh we were talking about like friends and guy friends today and she was spicy no she's not that kind of girl but um we were just talking about that kind of casually and i was telling her about you and she was like oh well does he ride horses and i said no he actually doesn't really like them because they're so big and like kind of scary i don't like them No, I didn't tell her that you, like, didn't like them. Oh. But I just told her that you didn't have a whole lot of experience. Oh, so. okay. But it, when I said it, I, that you don't like them, I meant it as, like, you don't you don't have a dream to own a horse oh, someday. Yeah. So, because really. in the horse community, like, liking horses kind of means that you want to own one. So. Gotcha. Like, I don't know. Personally... I enjoy horses, but I don't like to like them to the point where I would want to buy one. I used yeah. to want one, but it's like now that would not be a part of my life at all because I just don't want to work with that. But right. anyhow, we were talking about that and she was kind of talking about, uh, or I was telling her about you and then she was like, well, if he doesn't like horses, like he must be pretty special since you like them so much. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, there's... There's other qualities in a person that are really important other than what they what they do and don't like and the things that they enjoy. And it's good to have differences because you're able to kind of complement each other. And she was like, yeah, I absolutely agree. She was like, personally, though, I think I want my future husband to like horses a lot. That way we can have a farm together. And I was like, I would have said the same thing when I was 12. <laughs> I absolutely would have. I would tell people that he was going to love horses. He was going to be a cowboy. And now I'm just like, cowboy culture is not my thing. <laughs> no. But, yeah, it's just funny. She just reminds me of myself so much. Yeah. yeah. She a Pisces? No. We were talking about birthdays today, too, and I can't remember. I think she's a Scorpio. Or her birthday is, like... It's in, like... Either the end of Sep- I think she's actually a Libra, because it's like the end of September or the beginning of October, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think she's a Libra. But. Anyhow. Anyhow. Should we talk about what we're actually going to talk about for the episode? Yes. Which is how we manage a busy life and maybe advice we can offer? Yes, maybe I should give myself some advice. Yeah. 
That's all right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I'm going to put my two cents in. All right. So the thing about busy lives is I feel like you don't realize that you have a busy life until you're in it. Right. Or until you look back on what you used to do and comparatively to what you are doing now, then you can decide whether your past life was busier than your current life. But for situations like mine in particular, I think... It's also like it's, you don't know until you look at the, the shit you have lined up for like the next day or week. Oh, the next month. Like, gosh yeah. dang, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. So it's like I lost my train of thought. No, oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, what was I talking about? Your busy life. Oh, thanks. You're talking about how how you know if you have a busy life, whether it's... Oh, right. Yeah. But for my situation, it's very apparent because I wake up stressed out and I go to sleep stressed out. Jeez. And I know that that's not very healthy, but I've been really trying to implement some some management skills. So I've noticed that making lists is very important and kind of helps me stay on track for the day or I'll block out a certain amount of hours for a certain amount of things. And especially with this new job, I have to get the training done within six days, like I said. And I actually was just having a problem logging into my thing. So (laughs) we're going to figure that out once we're done with this, which I'm kind of upset about. But um, so, yeah, it's I think that there's like I know that you shouldn't stress that's my advice is to not stress but to just be able to sit back and enjoy your life and be thankful for its busyness and I think that a few hours ago I was enjoying that until my printer decided to not print my piece of paper and it set me back by two hours (laughs) so now I have homework that should have been done two hours ago um but you know all you can do is just put your head down and continue on and look at each thing individually instead of looking them at them all as a group. Yeah. Because I think that that gives me more stress when I, like, look at, like, oh, I have this job and I have that job and then I have school and I have my personal life and then I have to take care of myself and I have to get eight hours of sleep. Like, it doesn't all work out. And so I'm probably going to end up getting up earlier and staying up later the next few weeks so that I can get everything that I need to get done, done. Jeez. But... You know, that is life. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, I think the best advice is definitely making lists and kind of getting into a habit. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, your busyness just feels like, you know, another day and you're used to it. But also the best advice is being able to adapt to, you know, when life throws you for a loop and you're set back two, three hours or a day or four days. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I've been implementing. It's like I I work 410, so it's like I work Monday, Thursday, and then I have Friday to Sunday off. So that's a Wouldn't pretty... that be nice? <laughs> it's a pretty good schedule. So it's like, you know, my work days are my work days. I try not to book myself too much because... You know, I'm grinding 10 hours and I got to make time for 
you and I want to make sure I take care of myself and I want to make sure I'm staying healthy. Mm-hmm. And so like my days at work, I, I just kind of go with the flow, follow my routine where it's like, you know, get up, go to work, um, come home, eat dinner and then relax for like hour, hour and a half and then go to bed. Yeah. Uh, I kind of have a habit of going to bed early just because I got to get up at six, but then it's like, I also have like an hour commute just because of traffic. Mm-hmm. So I'll get up at six, leave by six thirty, and then, you know, start my day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I kind of, my Fridays are kind of like another work week or work day. Mm-hmm. I should say Fridays are like my days I set aside to do all my productivity and errands. So it's like, you know, paying bills, depositing money, um, picking up tools or clothing that I need for the work week, uh, car maintenance, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Those are my errand days. And then, you know, Saturday, Sunday, I kind of just, uh, let myself relax. I used to kind of beat myself up for not being productive, but it's just like, you know, I just worked 40 hours this week and I had a really pro- pr- productive day yesterday. So it's as weird as it is, um, it's like any sort of cardio exercise or anything you're doing for a set amount of time it's like you got to pace yourself like mm-hmm. in boxing for example when you're digging into a bag um you know for like two minutes mm-hmm. and you're just going at it kind of all willy-nilly and then you look up and you got like you know a minute 15 left and you're almost gassing out it's like you got to pace yourself yeah um so i try to do that a lot throughout my work week and you know, just kind of be in the moment, but at the same time, think about like, you know, it's like, you know, I only have this many days of work left, so I'm going to power through it. Yeah. And I like that mentality. Yeah. I also just try to take care of myself mentally because at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer that it's mind over matter. Mm-hmm. And so if I can be in a good headspace, no matter how much is being thrown my way, I can, I can pretty much, you know, do away with anything. Yeah. So I always try to take time to meditate or you know just have like five to ten minutes to myself mm-hmm. and reflect on my day and my future or you know journaling for a half hour or whatever trying to figure out you know my what I have on my plate and you know yeah what's coming in what's going out yeah all that stuff so I think that that's a really good point yeah and my, yeah oh go ahead I think my biggest advice is time management mm-hmm it's like, obviously, don't overbook yourself, but obviously, um, don't try to underbook yourself by having, you know, way too much time on your hands where you don't know what to do with it, because I've yeah. been there before. Yeah, for sure. I think that something that just came to mind, because we took a small break so that we could tell people to quiet down while we're finishing our podcast, but we also had a small conversation in between there, and I think that something that just kind of popped into my mind is that exactly what you said is of keeping a good mentality through it all is really important because I think that I was even just thinking back to like half an hour ago when we started this and like the headspace that I was in I was just feeling really anxious and anxiety is something that I will let run wild if I don't recognize it and I don't take control of those feelings and so Noah has been really encouraging through all of this, and I think that he has given me a lot of mental strength through being able to deal with all of the stuff that I have to do. 
but I was kind of realizing from our conversation that we had during our little break that uh, it's really important to be able to, um, what's the word, emanate the energy that you want to have. And so it's like kind of smiling when you're sad, you know, it's like making yourself feel a certain way so that you will naturally feel that way again. And so I think that I've just been, I've been kind of getting stuck in a sad space where I'm just constantly overwhelmed and frustrated and on high alert for like what I'm lacking on. But I think what you said is really important that I just like currently being in a high intensity life right now, it's super important to be able to, uh, it's super important to be able to collect yourself and stay level-headed through everything instead of getting all frantic and, like, panicky, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get better at, you know, rolling with the punches. Mm -hmm. Like I said, adapting earlier. It's like, I can choose to be upset over this that, you know, shit didn't go my way today. Or I can be like, you know what? Didn't go my way, but I'm going to make it work to the best in my favor now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to choose not to be mad or sad about it. And, you know, things happen and, you know, life's not perfect. Mm -hmm. So why should I be blindsided that it didn't go my way when, you know, it it probably rarely goes my way ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think another piece of advice that we could probably give is, especially for people who are in a relationship, like... I was just thinking about this this afternoon and our conversation so far has kind of made me think about that is that when you're in a busy phase of life and you're feeling overwhelmed like I have been it's been it's really important to look for support and um, I think that Noah and my parents but you know, mostly Noah, because he's been here for all my emotional breakdowns at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> but, you know, looking for someone and finding a person who is going to support you through that. And they're not going to, like, you know, do your work for you or, you know, do your homework for you, even though that'd be fun. But, you know. No, I'm done with school. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> no, but... You know, they're not going to do your work for you, but they're going to offer you the words of encouragement and the hug whenever you need it and the the affirmation that you can do it, you know? I think Noah made a great point that it's mind over matter. Just being able to allow yourself to pull yourself out of the downward spiral and focus on what you have accomplished and what you can do and what you are going to do and kind of making the mantras of like like those are you know positive affirmations how people read those every morning Mm -hmm. i think that that would be really cool too for people who are in a rough spot to wake up every day and like tell them what they did do and what they're good at and something like that so they can you know power through right but looking towards the end of the tunnel is also good. Like you said, how you just look towards the weekend. I'm looking towards the end of the quarter right now, and that's what's motivating me to 
get good grades. But then it's been really encouraging, I would say, because I just got a couple grades back today. And it's not that grades matter, you know. I mean, for colleges, they do. But but as long as you learn something, it doesn't really matter what the grade is. And I think that, um, but getting a good grade when you know that you've put in all that you can put in, it feels really good. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on this? I think it's just really rewarding, you know, looking at it in different light, having a busy life, and it's just like, I'm able to somewhat juggle all of these things all together, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully it's not taking a super big mental toll on you or myself, but I think it's, I think it's truly a blessing in disguise, you know, mm-hmm. having a busy life and being able to be productive and just keep on moving. Mm-hmm. It's like, at the end of the day, it's all going to pay off and it's going to be for something. Yeah. And it's not going to be for nothing. Definitely. Yeah. I would just, I would just encourage everybody to, you know, try to slow things down. It's like, we're all so busy and you know going so fast in life it's like sometimes i feel like we don't stop and really take in what we're doing and you know where we're going in life or where we're at and how we're feeling Mm -hmm. you know i've been trying to get more in touch with how i feel about something versus what i think of it Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes i'll be like oh yeah that really sucks but it's like how do i actually feel about it Mm -hmm. so i've been trying to do that more Mm-hmm. And uh, not be too over emotional, but just think about think about how things make me feel versus what I think of the situation in general. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good word of advice too. Yeah. Well, this is a bit of a shorter episode because once again we're both so busy. Yeah. And um, tomorrow is my Friday for my work week, that's so exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. We're gonna bust out the day and you know, get paid and maybe do some self-care and I need to go shopping Yeah, my stuff for more, more gloves. All my, my gloves are totally shredded. I have like holes in like my fingers. Are these, are those the like latex covered cloth ones? Mm. Like the floppy ones? No. No? They're work gloves, kind of like your dad has. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, then yeah. Oh, cool. But yeah, there's holes in between the fingers. There's holes on, like, the thumb and all that. And I'm going to get some new work gloves and some new work clothes because my work clothes. I only have one set. I only have a pair of pants. Um, and then I have, like, a bunch of shirts. I have one hat and a sweatshirt. So I'm trying to slow down the wear and tear of these a little more. I think I'm going to pick up some overalls. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, hashtag the NA show. Follow us on Instagram at the NA show or at the not applicable show. Yeah. And follow us uh, on our personal accounts. I'm back on Instagram, believe it or not, at Noma Just. Yeah, and I'm on Instagram at Aspen Just. Yeah. I have not posted in a hot minute, but yeah. You know, maybe I will once I'm done with this busy season. I'll just be like, hey guys, I made it. I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on having a busy life and trying to juggle everything? Um, I'll just say take one day at a time. It's what I have to keep reminding myself during this season. Just take one day at a time. Do as much as you possibly can. Thank your mind and your body for carrying you through and then allowing yourself to rest. Yeah. I think my closing thoughts are, 
I really encourage everybody to do some self-care, mm-hmm. you know, physically and mentally, because at the end of the day, it's going to be your mind and your body mm-hmm. that get you through the busy times. Absolutely. And the chaotic, you know, shit life throws at you. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you can, you know, get your body to where you want it to be and your mind, your mind in the headspace where you're comfortable, I think that's that's all you need to get through, like, anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, in that light, do you have a rec for the week? I do. My recommendation, it was going to be a coffee shop in Seattle. It was going to be broadcast coffee. Yeah. But instead, I think I'm going to recommend a song. What is it called? I'm going to recommend A Thousand Bad Times by Post Malone. Oh, I love that song. You showed it to me just the other day. Yeah. He talks about how, you know, he's had a thousand bad times in life or, you know, this could be applicable to anybody, but it's just like, you know, what's another one? It's like, you know, mm, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. It's like, I've been through a thousand. So what's, what's, what's what makes one? this, yeah. What makes this one so different? Yeah. And then another lyric is, you know, you blow my house down, but I can build another house. Yeah. It's like, obviously, if, you know, life decides to throw you to the wayside and, you know, leave you wrecked, it's like you can build yourself back up and yeah. get to where you're at and go further. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if it's happened to you before, you can do it again. Yeah, I like that. I think yeah. he's such an inspirational songwriter and, and rapper. And I'm happy that that was your wreck this week because I will definitely take it yeah. as a recommendation. And I think that it's a good form of media to serve as a metaphor for our lives and i think that's why i like it so much as it applies to so many different people oh yeah but that's a good one hun good job thank you you're welcome hashtag the na show comment on our recent posts give us a follow at the not applicable show on instagram yes and we will speak at you next week hopefully on thursday yes oh one more thing uh for whoever listens to this we were wanted to throw out there we'll probably throw this out there on our Instagrams, but we've been wanting to do a and a yes. And so if we get enough people to ask us questions whenever we post it, we would love to do a Q&A. We'll shout you out on Instagram and, you know, we'll share what your question is and hopefully give you a thoughtful response. Yes. And the questions can be about whatever you would like. They can be questions directed at us. They can be advice questions. They can be you know, what do you think the moon does when it's doing it? You know, whatever. Yeah. It can be anything. Anything. And then eventually we'll hopefully get into, you know, some more specific Q&As where it's like, you know, ask us advice on relationships or, you know, what are your thoughts on coffee shops around the plate world? Or it's like, you know, more specific stuff, you know, yes. whether it's just questions or advice. Um, I think we're going to leave the first one very open. So ask us anything, anything. like anything. Whatever pops into your brain. Yeah. Just make it PG. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> PG-13 doesn't even be that clean. Yeah. Okay. PG-13. A Thousand Bad Times by Post Malone. That's my recommendation. We'll speak at you next week. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.